I'm recording now as well. Um, so, who wants to start us off? Go, go ahead. Um, okay, welcome to uh, Critical Support, your source for highly conditional, heavily caveated, incredibly enthusiastic about everything going on in the world right now, takes. That's sincere. Um, that's sincere. That's actually sincere. That this is, is a, a rare, sincere take from Jacob. Yeah. A rare, rare moment of uh, unvarnished sincerity. Yeah. So we are we are recording this from the site of what is maybe a protest, maybe an occupation, maybe an alternative revolutionary society being built. Maybe just the the actually cool Capitol Hill block party. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe just. Um, you know, like pride, but what it should always be all the time. Right. Pride, pride as a riot, just yeah. actually. Yeah. It's which was what it was originally. Yeah. Right. I mean, like based off of. Yeah. So, so we got a uh, the usual crew here. Um, uh, I'm Preston. I'm Jacob. I'm Gabe. Teresa. Teresa on the phone, of course, and uh, we also have a special guest today. Oh, Devin. I'm here, uh, sitting in. Yeah, it's a it's it's a good time. Um, so for those of you who don't live in Seattle or live under a rock, um, <laughs> for those of you who are recently emerging from your winter hibernation or your 75-day uh, meditation retreat, like yeah. that one guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so after a week of protests around George Floyd uh, and police brutality, specifically against uh, black people and people of color. Um, Seattle has, uh, Seattle's protest has morphed into more or less an occupation outside the East Precinct, which is located in Capitol Hill, the historical gay heart of Seattle. Um, and, uh, and of yeah. course it should be remembered that, uh, you know, you know, it's the gay neighborhood because the mayor painted, uh, rainbows on the crosswalks as soon as they could gentrify all the gay people out. <laughs> yeah. And then... And then, you know, that insult to injury threw flashbangs on them. So uh, that happened. Uh, I think. We and tear gas the entire right. neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, to the point where it was coming into the apartment buildings and, like, uh, like affecting babies yeah. in yeah. their own apartment. Yeah, tear gassing a residential neighborhood gets you a negative a million points in, like, everyone's book. Right. Yeah, so the. Gastown Jenny. For the first couple of days, the protests were largely around downtown, uh, Westlake, down, in, down International District, around the um, City Hall and the SPD headquarters. Um, uh, but, but those are all largely vacant right now. Yeah, one of well, I mean, who knows? I haven't been down there. But um, one of the one of the marches last what was it Wednesday? I think? Uh, Monday. It was all the way on Monday. The one that came up here. The first one that came up here. Yeah. And got gassed. Yes. Oh shit! That was Monday. Okay. Yeah. Time is time doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. Wednesday, um, Wednesday was the first day they weren't gassed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, on Monday, one of the the marches came up toward Cal Anderson, and after a brief dispute involving a pink umbrella possibly being past the uh, the lines, 
the uh, SPD decided to gas everyone and disperse the peaceful protest. Um, there was an even larger protest the next day. You know, which in was, response, yeah, in, in righteous anger. In response to that, they managed to wait until uh, much later in the evening to gas everyone that day. Um, Still sucks for everyone who yeah. lives here. And then on Wednesday was uh, one of the largest protests, I mean, the largest protest day in Seattle so far. Um, I heard, I read today uh, 15,000 people marched from uh, Cal Anderson down to City Hall. And uh, so booed the mayor. And yeah, booed the fuck out of the mayor. Yeah, took a different meeting. Devin, tell us about uh, uh, our mayor's incredible rousing speech. What it means to be aware in Seattle. <laughs> really acknowledge the why. Yeah. Peak liberal awareness. Yeah, peak liberal awareness. First she comes out and tells us, like, reminds us that we're on, you know, Duwamish <laughs> land, and we're like, okay. And then she goes on to give us a history lesson about how she's white and how her ancestors, like, enslaved, like, African people. And we're like, okay. Honestly, I, just keep that to yourself. Yeah, we're like... Don't tell us that your ancestors own slaves. And it, we're like, we're, she's giving us a history lesson. Boo! And, they, and, like, the leaders were, like, rightfully, like, you know patient with her at the beginning they were like let her speak because if she speaks she's more accountable and everybody's like okay whatever <laughs> you know and then and then she starts talking about you know fucking how the badges are being covered but oh she yeah she talks about how the badges are being covered by the cops and how everybody's talking about that. But then she goes on to say, they're going to fix it, but it's not going to be overnight. And we're like, aren't you in charge of the cops? <laughs> yeah. So everybody just, she's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm on a Zoom call inside and I got to go back in. So, <laughs> so everybody's expecting me and everybody's like, boo. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if they were watching on her Zoom call. Cause that was great. It was like, just coming back sweating bullets you know? hopefully every all the fucking uh like democratic party insiders and strategists will just see the tape of the mayor being booed by a crowd of fifteen thousand people and and realize that they should never run this lady for office ever again but she's already filed to run it's gonna be the oh has she yeah she's filed to run <laughs> sucks to oh, suck okay. sucks to suck play when? shitty games win shitty prizes did you guys see uh that letter from a bunch of people telling her to resign Oh shit, no I didn't. Yeah, a whole bunch of people with the various, uh, mostly like Democratic LD officers. Oh fuck. Um, like 43rd, 37th? Yeah, a couple of them, yeah. Oh wow. Like, yeah, 20 some people signed it, I think. Oh, and they're, and they're all PCOs and shit? Um, yeah, I mean, you'd have to look at it. I, I don't entirely remember. The, the, honestly, I, I mean, I, I recognize two or three names on the list, including Sean Scott. Um, Still notable. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it's. Sort of describe like the different scenario that we have been in versus what we're doing right now. So like y'all are down there at the protest. I'm at home, and uh, uh, that is because I am trying not to uh, inadvertently kill my mom from COVID. Um, Bless you. Doing the, doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. So yeah, but just wanted to note that. Y'all are y'all are there in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, in Cal Anderson, right? Yep. 
Yeah. We're all Don't here probably getting COVID, to be honest. But... <laughs> Herd immunity, herd immunity. <laughs> Boris Johnson was right. It's, it's wild because, like, COVID kind of enabled, I think, these protests to happen on a large scale. Just having so many people unemployed, unemployed. Do. Yeah. and also, I mean, it's like you have no job, you have no hope. It's like, what do you, what do you, you know, I mean, yeah. for right. you pay to go to work, yeah, you right, you fucking go to work to get your small paycheck, you spend it all on bills. And like, and you're stuck in a rat race to pull yourself, to pull yourself out of a hole. So, yeah, I think you're right. It did enable a lot of people to really just hunker down and, you know, and make strong decisions. Yeah. And I think all, all, all of this is such a, like... The murder of George Floyd was the flashpoint, but this is about so much broader, even than police violence. Like this is about, this is a generalized revolt against the kind of society that we live in. And it's all these various things that have come together over the past. Like I think the whole, you know, the collapse of Bernie Sanders campaign is another reason that this is, that this is going off. So it's like there, there, there's no other avenue right now. Um, and so that's why it's spreading so fast all over the world. Like I, I, I can't help but think of like the Arab Spring when it was like, um, it was what one one public suicide in Tunisia, and then revolutions in like half a dozen countries. Yeah. After yeah. you know months and months of protest and like several civil wars, and you know it's like what we're seeing now, just like you know tens of thousands of people coming out all over the world. Um, yeah. Shout out yeah. to the fucking anarchists in Greece throwing Molotov cocktails at the U.S. embassy. Dude, that <laughs> shit was terrifying. Like watching that video is just like it's just like awesome in every sense of the word. Cause it's like a whole like like flight of the Valkyries, like just fucking screaming across the street and just <laughs> hurling them in the air. It's like freaking like I don't know, like the old like flaming arrows shit, like just <laughs> some, raining some down. Mongolian, like Nah, that shit was wild. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was incredible. Uh, and I was like, that's I, I would shit myself if that was happening to me. Yeah. I imagine the world is like, oh, those Americans finally got it that they're living and eating off of a shit plate. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I mean this 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 is very much like the global the global revolt of 2019. That like there were massive there were mass movements in like countries all over the world. It's that finally coming to the United States. And then like in turn spurning on so much all yeah. around the world again. The rest true. of the world's like, oh shit, the US is in revolt now? Right. Let's yeah. fucking go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you got, you know, enormous riots in France and Paris, yeah. like reestablishing that they are the kings of riots. Yeah. But if you can if you can take if you can ransack and burn down a police station in the heart of America, like in the Midwest, like any, anything is possible. I think COVID yeah. enabled everybody to get better at civilization. We learned that you got to pillage and you got to wear uprisings. It's, it was the hard reset. Yeah. Turn it off and turn it on again. Yeah. With that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so I think it is without a doubt that we uh, critically support what is happening. Uncritical here. support. But, so I think. You know, we could spend this time debating uh, how, how critical or whatever that support is, but I think maybe it'd be more interesting to talk about, like, where we think this is going and what what we think should happen and what we think will happen and, um, you know, what, like, where is this movement going? What's next? What, what can it accomplish? 
Yeah, because like looking over the history of past movements that had anywhere near this same energy, like, you know, I think this definitely eclipses all of them. But, you know, there's, you know, starting back in, you know, the early 2010s, you have Occupy, and then you have Black Lives Matter sort of, you know, emerge for the first time. And then you have sort of the March for Our Lives thing, you know, which was really, you know, this is almost like that generation still. Like, oh, this yeah. is, like, the follow-on from that, realizing that, like, oh, other shit's fucked other than just gun control. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's those, those high school kids are, like, either, you know, seniors in high school or, like, you know, really just young people. Right. Like, and the thing is, like, we've seen those movements go in, like, very different directions. You know, Occupy eventually succumb to police, you know, breaking them up. Um, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter the first time around didn't really build any long-term organizations with real political authority, um, at least in many parts of the country. Uh, March for Our Lives, you know, went straight to the Democratic Party, so that was a shit show. Teresa, you, you opposed my characterization, and you're probably correct, so I'd like to hear your period. Um, no, I just... I was on a um, Zoom call with a number of people supporting taxing Amazon and uh, the city council member for my district last night, and one of the people participating is sort of involved with the March for Our Lives stuff, and uh, they basically apparently put out a bunch of demands about defunding the the police. Oh, sick. Okay. The March yeah. for Our Lives organizers? <laughs> yep. I mean, that's the more relevant version of marching for your life right now. That's, yeah. I mean, that's solidarity, right? Because, like, there should be no gun control without gun control of the police. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think someone's playing a bagpipe over there. They are definitely playing a bagpipe. That's going to be the soundtrack to this episode, right. you know? We usually yeah. don't have music accompanying, but today we do. There was a there was a guy with an accordion at the protest a little earlier. So. That's awesome. Also, a couple people rode in on horses. That was pretty cool. Wait, there was a horse. There was a ho there was a cavalry. There, there unit? was. They um, they took their horse and they were riding down the old town road. <laughs> Oh my god. Is this how we get Zoomers to listen to our podcast? Yes, yes. Li <laughs> no, Lil Nas yep. X actually tweeted out about like there was a there was a squad of black cowboys in Houston that yep. rode in. Like, the, the, yep. like over a hill and Lil Nas X was like, Alright, y'all rise up or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, wow, the world is ridiculous. No, yeah, they had one one of them had this big uh, like the pan Africanism flag. Oh hell yeah. That's neat. Yeah. So Okay, I've given my take. Teresa corrected me on March for Our Lives, which is good. Like, it's not like, I'm not saying like March for Our Lives or like any one organizer is crap. I'm just saying like broadly, a lot of that national leadership went into the Democratic Party. I mean, it was mostly AstroTurf, let's be honest. Yeah, that too. I mean, like every town for gun control, like Mike Bloomberg was certainly in on that shit, you know? Right, but like the, the high schoolers who were doing that. Right are coming from into a very different position, I think, yeah. than the, like, parents in community groups who, in, like, Democratic Party groups who sort of may have, like, backbone or something. Yeah, I think, but, I think but, they've been disillusioned about it, right? Like, they I, get it now. I would think so, yeah. Or more, you know, like, nothing's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, But, yeah, yeah what, what are your guys' takes? I wonder, I, I'm very curious if people are going to start, like, camping out here. 
We're trying to. I mean, create people are already location. camping out here. I know people are here all night, but like, there's a whole bunch of tents over there. Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, are those just like houseless folks or? Um, I don't. There was a whole complex with like a DJ last night and yeah. a bunch of tents. All right. I mean, I don't know whether it's gonna grow. Yeah. But. Um, it's yeah. just weird thinking like I feel like that would be so bad for COVID but it's what I think to sustain a location you need and people start digging it camping out yeah I mean I think that this this movement at least here in Seattle like well what we're seeing in Seattle is very different than what we're seeing in a lot of other cities like SPD has kind of backed the fuck off for now for now like for, for the last couple of days they 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 have been I think beaten back by the sort of persistent strength and the, the the degree of political opposition that they were getting. Yeah, like even the city council yeah. was starting to split from the mayor. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I think, a, you know, the Minneapolis Police Department had something similar happen where they lost so much legitimacy that they have really had to um, moderate themselves and not, you know, continue assaulting and tear gassing um, random peaceful protests. Like the Chicago Police Department and the New York Police Department and LA PD are that is not happening and they are just escalating the fuck out of this. And so Yeah, like, and I mean they feel like they're fighting for their life. Like they're they, yeah. they don't they feel like they're fighting for existence. Yeah. And so it's like I think that this in Seattle has a lot of legs to it. And I, I don't think this this I think has quite a bit more life and it'll it'll go on for a while. I think it will be an extended occupation here. Um and what we get out of it, besides, like, they, they have a freeze on... Not freeze. They're, they're not allowed to use pepper spray for the next... No, oh, pepper tear spray. Gas, tear, tear gas. Not allowed to use tear gas for the next 30 days. I think we'll see similar... Did that, did like, that happen? That yes. has been made yep. official, but it's not exactly... I mean... I mean, everything, like, lifting the curfew, it's like, all you have to do is declare an illegal riot, you know? Right, yeah. We're right. not going to use tear gas, except in an extenuating circumstance. Like, right, right. Which they would pay a dear political price for, but they would still do it. Yeah, but it's like, we are we, we are seeing these concessions. We're seeing them in retreat. And I think that we'll, prob we'll, we'll likely see more of that, even if things don't escalate sharply. And it's like, they, they definitely should escalate sharply. Um, we need not like we need a much higher level of organization in order to accomplish here what we what we want to accomplish the the like the actual reforms like actually defunding the Seattle Police Department and investing that money in the sort of services that communities actually need is going to take a level of organization that I think we are building toward but we have not yet achieved yeah like because you know Durkin still like flat out just like she's been with the Amazon tax is like no that's not happening like she said in about defunding SPD, like it's just off the table. Right, but of course she's saying that at this right. stage. Well, but what I mean is like she seems resolved to die on that hill and not on like tear gas hill. Well, uh, that's a much simpler concession. Right, exactly. Right, and it's also, yeah, it's like, so we need, we need to find ways of uh, raising the stakes and having different types of confrontation that they are going to have to deal with in ways that don't just sort of make it very easy for them to repress the entire movement, basically. Right, we like, want to put them in a political hard place. Right, so like throwing shit at them doesn't doesn't create a bind for them in the way that like mass civil disobedience, where say we like occupied all four corners and didn't let anyone in or out of their yeah. police department, if we were to do that, that would require a much higher level of organization than we have right now. But, you know, 
if everyone spends the next month hanging out here, who knows? Yeah. Workplaces striking in... Uh, yeah, a general strike in Seattle would also do it. That like, would do it. But even, <laughs> even just any kind of political strike action would be um, big. You know, that would be like... Maybe, I mean, may not have a huge impact, but, but it would it would be like a first in many years. Yeah, like, yeah, a strike over something more than just wages, more than just a contract, but, like, over, like, really, like, this is bullshit, fuck you. Right. I think I think this movement, movement kind of encaps, encapsulates all of that, you know, because, you know, the whole Black Lives Movement, you know, it is, you know, it's like, if you can say that first, you know, my life matters if black lives matter. But, like, it's bigger than, like, just police brutality. It's like, you get in these situations because of wage inequality. And you get into these situations because of housing security. And you get into these situations because of, like, the school-to-jail pipeline. And it's, it's like, all of that... All of that shit needs to be on the table. So, I, I, I hope that's what it's all coming around to. You know, fair wages, homeless people off of the streets, and like, you know, a fucking redistribution of wealth. No. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, George Floyd was murdered because he allegedly used a $20 counterfeit bill. Like, how much, how many are unemployed in this country right now and are in like going to be in increasingly dire economic circumstances like this could have happened anywhere you know like anywhere in the country it could have happened in Seattle right and you know of course they're trying to pull the usual bullshit of like oh he had fentanyl in his system oh he had a heart condition and it's like Okay, that's bullshit. We all know how he died. <laughs> they tried to pull that he, like, he might have had COVID. That's why he couldn't breathe. Right, and yeah. Like, it's like, that's so bullshit. Yeah, like, trying to uh, pin this on him by basically saying it's his fault that he wasn't healthy enough to withstand, no. like, being strangled. Suffocated. Well, if he was healthier, it would have been perfectly safe. It's like, that's what a a sick way to twist the blame back around. Right, that's sick. But it's also just like, okay, let's just say that's all true. Well, why is it systemically the the fact that he is more predisposed to have a heart condition? Why is it systemically the fact that he might be predisposed to use fentanyl? Why is it, you know, systemically the fact that he has COVID, right? Like- Or being harassed by the cops. Right, Right. yeah, it's all systemic. Like it's all building on each other, right? I mean, it's like you have have four, four police officers, three of them kneeling on a person while he gasps, while he gasps for air for eight minutes. Begs for his and life. Then, yeah, and begs for his life. And then he stops moving, and then a minute and a half later, they get off of him. Like, that's, that is so unambiguously murder. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if this will be, like, they'll actually prosecute one of them. Like, prosecute the main no, they- guy. To try and like throw a bone I mean, to the crowd. They are prosecuting you know? him. Yeah, like, they are. like, I mean, actually, oh, you mean, oh, you mean have to convict him? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. that seems to be the trend right now. To like, a, like a, we were speaking earlier, to to disencourage people to 
to to show up and and do action because they're they're pulling down the sensationalism of the story that they've built up already that the public has built up already they're, they're trying to change the narrative there's another form of changing yeah. the narrative so. yeah they're trying to say oh the the just the, the you know the criminal justice system is working and it's like well i mean <laughs> it's it's in the sense that it oppresses people just like it's been designed to. <laughs> yeah. um, it's working in that after we burn down parts of it, they give us what we want. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you hit it, it works. <laughs> That's yeah. how you know your computer's in great shape. If, or your car is in great shape. <laughs> you just, you know, it only works if you just fucking slam it as hard as you can. Yeah, yeah I, I will say I did legitimately fix a vacuum once by kicking it, and that <laughs> that felt pretty good. It was sucking, and then it stopped sucking, and then I kicked it, and then it actually started working again. Yeah. But, like, that's never worked for me in anything else, and it well, shouldn't be how anything hmm. works. I, I, I had a problem with the starter in my car, in my old van, where um, it wouldn't start sometimes, and you'd have to get underneath the car and hit it with a hammer until like it loosened a little bit oh and, then, and, and then it would start. That's Wait, was that the old van? Yeah. That's oh, some postmodern like shit, where it's like before we're like, all right, hard reset. But now it's like, kick it till it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the worst part was the, the last time it did that before I finally fixed it, I had driven to Mount Vernon to break up with the girl I was seeing at the time. And then I'm sitting in her driveway. My Rest in your laugh is amazing, oh. dude. Like, that was a hearty genuine. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. That was. It was so rough. Oh. It did It did eventually start. Like, oh, God. I, yeah. But <laughs> like, holy I have not heard that story. Really? That's you haven't? Funny. Okay, yeah. <laughs> not that part of it. <laughs> okay. That's pretty hilarious. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, summer 2016 was not, not a great time in my life. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, there's a. That's Rise of Action Band. Oh, is that the Rise of Action Band? Is that the one that Brendan's in? Uh, so. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Oh! I'm sure it's a loose affiliation and not yeah. like. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a Democratic Centralist Rise of Action yeah, Band. Yeah, right <laughs> well, actually. You know, it could just be people who showed up with instruments. Like, I, I actually am not confident that it is. They definitely sound like they're all playing together. I mean, oh, wait, there's I standards. Think... People know standards. Oh. I think that was... oh, that's cool. Yeah. Neat. Yep. My water the the revolution will have will have a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. This podcast has a soundtrack. Yeah, but yeah. it, it we're, bagpipes. We're, there it is. Yeah. The sounds of revolution is yeah. our soundtrack. <laughs> it was a nice little backdrop for a bit. Hey, so there's a drone. Is that a cool drone or a... Which, uh, which one? A cop drone. That oh, one right, right there. Uh, there were... I don't know. There was a drone be up there a couple days ago. I remember, yeah, one one day. It was just like, you looked up and you're like... Oh, well, yeah. Maybe I was, we, should, we should bring it back to the podcast that the, the audience can see and Teresa can hear. And, right. You know, <laughs> um, Instead of just commenting yeah, and random awesome. shit around us. Well, I don't know. I mean, we're approaching 30 minutes here. Okay. Um, like, I don't have a problem with wrapping it up and keeping it short, but... Yeah, I think, are, are there any, like... So, yeah, critical support for uh, this potentially pre-revolutionary situation. Uh, if you if you are in Seattle, come here soon, as soon as you can. It is amazing. Um, 
Uh, I'll just put a plug in for um, wheat pasting and postering around your neighborhood uh, just as a fun activity to do in the evening. Get a nice stroll around uh, the neighborhood and fucking put up some propaganda on all the boarded up windows because there's a lot of canvases boarded up right. windows that yeah. need, to be, uh, need to be seized for the people. <laughs> We need to re, re, uh, uh, redistribute all that empty space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, uh, we, we, we got to get back to the action, so. A report from the front line. Yep. Come join us. It's a, it's, it's, it's really more like a party, which is a great For place. now. <laughs> it's a, I mean, who, who knows when this is released, what it'll be like. But, but it's, is, I mean. That's true. But, I mean, it's a good place for, you know, if the movement isn't, like, necessarily actively growing, you know, or actively being repressed, like, making it so that people want to come hang out here and support the cause and build signs and talk to other people about politics, which they don't do in regular life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing place to be, you know? It doesn't need to be solemn all of the time. Yeah. Right. Well, all right. Critical bye, support everyone. for literally everything here. Bye. Yep. <laughs> And we're stopping recording. Okay. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black.